0: Welcome to Booze Podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Ollie. And we are back consistently. I'm
1: sorry about those weird weeks. <laughs> yeah, things got a little nutty. So, <laughs> what is time? A little
0: miscommunication, a little jump in the gun. I don't even know forgetting. if it was miscommunication
1: because we both knew we were going to be traveling. But I think just the concept of time, like, and. The concept of like what a week looks like now and that just got lost (laughs) in translation like it just got lost somewhere for me at least
0: well i thought we were gonna have time when you got back but then i left immediately after that and wasn't getting back till sunday at midnight and i was like oh fuck and i thought that too i thought oh i can come back and
1: we'll have a day at least to record Um, and then I had even offered to bring my microphone and all my (laughs) equipment with me to Florida and just record in my hotel room, but that kind of would, excuse me, that kind of would have been a nightmare.
0: Yeah. I was like, oh no, well, well, it'll be fine. We'll figure it out. And then I had to jump on a plane and I was like, oh fuck, (laughs) I can't record where I'm going. So yeah, well now we have awesome stories to talk about. So what did you do during that? hiatus when we went mia I, <laughs> I jumped on a plane to cali and i went to palm springs to do some funeral arrangements so it was like a business trip but i also got to see some family so it was it was really nice to get to see people i haven't seen in years okay so, so you did funeral arrangements well so my aunt she's like in her late 80s and she wanted to make sure everything was prepared and everything was ready and show us like keys to the safe and how to get into the safe and Set up her cremation thing. So, um, yeah, we. Ca- th- she wanted me there because obviously, like, I'm going to school for it, and I was able to answer a bunch of questions that she was too nervous to ask there. Like tr- questions they wouldn't have thought to figure out. So, we. D- it was kind of like a business trip, but also kind of a little bit of pleasure, but mostly business. So, we figured out where she wants her cremains when when she's done. She didn't even think about where to specify where where she wanted her cremains. Because I'm like, so who's going to keep you when you die? And she was like, no one. I don't want anyone to keep me. And I'm like, you should write that down then. Because you don't want people fighting over you and all Mm -hmm. that. So, we we wrote it down. So, now it's documented that she wants to be spread in, in a river after. But she spent a bunch on her urn. So... I, I don't know why she spent a bunch on her urn if she's gonna be released into the river, but yeah, throw the urn into the river <laughs> the whole the, the whole two thousand four thousand dollar urn is oh prepared. my gosh, how do I get into <laughs> yeah. the urn making business right it's it was beautiful, it was like this beautiful like mahogany wood, oh, it was so nice, but I'm like God, that's a lot to put a dead body in just to dump yourself out a couple weeks later, Ooh. but hey, not my urn, so.
1: I'm glad we're talking about this because with my story, it seems like our episode has a theme a little bit, um, uh, just giving Ooh. you some foreshadowing there. There'll be some cremation involved. Um, but cool. Yeah. Look at
0: Sam traveling funeral arranger. <laughs> yeah. Um, it sucked wearing a mask every, like on the plane for a couple, like how long was it traveling? Like eight hours. I'm like, don't touch anything, hand sanitizer everywhere, like, face shield. I would just, ugh. I, it was like, ugh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I yeah. totally get it. I was on a plane also. Um, I went to Florida with my stepmom and my stepsister, and thankfully she carries around this massive backpack full of wipes, Clorox wipes, alcohol, sanitizer, like, the whole, the whole shebang there. So every time I love it. we touch something, she would spray us down. Your hands must have been so dry. Yes, they were, but worth it. I, yeah, I was really nervous to travel, of course. Like nervous, just not of me getting sick, but of coming home and getting sick and then just, you know, infecting the whole house. Um, Yeah. Because my dad had COVID, um, so we couldn't see him for Thanksgiving. And thankfully he recovered and he's, uh, it did not affect him in like in the worst way like it was pretty mild for both my parents like how do both my parents who don't even live together get covid (laughs) (laughs) well i'm glad they recovered yeah so yeah i was in florida um went to the wizardly world of harry potter went to the universal studios and i totally geeked out um (laughs) i (laughs) I saw your pictures (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was really cool. So one thing like a lot of people don't know about me is I used to have a really big obsession with Harry Potter, like when the movies and or no, when the books first came out, Um, I was in kindergarten and my mom used to read me the Harry Potter books. Um, But then, you know, she she moved away from my hometown and then went to like Kosovo. So like I stopped reading the books and I stopped watching the movies. Um, So being there, like, my inner child was just having the best time, like, the time of my life. And when I say obsessed, like, it was an obsession. I had Harry Potter sheets. Um, I had an owl, and this was before, like, this was when it was becoming popular. Like, it wasn't like it is now. Like, you, like, Daniel Radcliffe wasn't even Harry Potter yet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, I was totally in love with the drawings. Like, I don't know, I was a weird child. Um, (laughs) but yeah i just had such a good time so nobody knows that about me like hardly anybody in my life knows other than my parents my obsession with harry potter so when i came home i was like decked out with all this harry potter (laughs) stuff had a harry potter mask i bought everybody harry potter everything and um i gave dakota his gift which was um hermione's cat um, Mm -hmm. because it looks like winston and yeah. I gave him... The What's her cat's name?
0: I just... Crookshank?
1: Yeah, is it crookshank? Yeah, something shanks. Yeah. Something crookshanks. There you go. Well, that's what he said. He was like, you don't even know the name of the cat. And I was like, uh, uh, cause like my biggest fear <laughs> is being asked something on the spot and not knowing the answer and looking dumb. Like that's my biggest <laughs> fear and I can't retain information very well. Um, so him and Gabriel were like making fun of me. <laughs> and they were like you're not even a harry potter fan you poser." and i don't know what it was maybe it was like that deep-rooted like trauma i had with my mom my mom leaving but i started crying (laughs) no i was like what is wrong with me like it was like it was so embarrassing my brother was just like dude you were legit mad at us for two days like, oh, for calling shit. you a poser. And he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. He's like, I was just, uh, he's, he kept apologizing. And he's like, no, you're not a poser. You're just kind of weird. <laughs>
0: Your lash lady was like, cried him off again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then we had to reschedule. So I have no lashes on right now. They still look good. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so that was my Thanksgiving um well, it wasn't. And then we had friends' giving the week before. We did, yeah. That was really fun. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Of course. Yeah,
1: you guys were loving my friend's baby, so. Oh my god, that baby was so cute. Yeah, he's perfect. He's a perfect little angel. He was perfect. <laughs> yeah, he even rocked himself to sleep. Like, how freaking cute is that?
0: <laughs> he takes care of himself. He's like a what is it, boss baby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam made an amazing dinner. Well, thank you i didn't make the stuffing though my friend made the stuffing but
1: thanks yeah it was really good
0: and the pie
1: the pie was super good oh the cheesecake Mm-hmm. oh cheesecake the guarded yeah. family cheesecake yeah <laughs> did dakota like it i think so it was like gone the next day <laughs> <laughs> unless gabriel just ate it all for himself <laughs> maybe i don't know he does really like cheesecake i it was gone so fast i forgot to ask
0: oh i'll have to make you guys another one yes please, please.
1: But yeah on that note i just want to quickly say i'm you know we don't i'm i'm not crazy about thanksgiving you know the whole pilgrim and indian thing obviously like but the idea of giving thanks um i try to do it often but i'm super thankful for all of our listeners y'all are really
0: fucking awesome yeah we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you guys literally so thank you so much for listening and tuning in and all that fun stuff yes we appreciate
1: y'all Ate some and i appreciate pie. you Lally. Oh, you do yeah
0: i already told you
1: like my plan after this is to sit in the tub and cry some more so don't get me emotional <laughs> okay i'll just leave it at that i had to do something lighthearted and fun so i wouldn't just be boohooing because um, our last few episodes were kind of
0: kind of tough dark really dark
1: mm-hmm.
0: so all right let's get into some cremation then
1: just a little bit a little bit of cremation and i this past week or like last week i totally could have done an episode like sam did um by herself but i did not want to
0: put y'all through me talking by myself that would have been (laughs) awful (laughs) it sucks it really sucks trying to do an episode by yourself
1: i just don't know how like you you do it very well like you do a great job me i just i feed off of your energy also like I I told I was telling Sam I was having a not a terrible day. I was just really stressed out and just not in the mood. But whenever I jump on with Sam, I'm like, "Oh yeah, super fun. Let's do this." I I don't know if I can do that by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but so thank you Sam for doing that. And um of course, the episode I had, I couldn't do by myself cuz it's a little interactive. My favorite. Yeah. So we're going to play a quick little game. Quick little trivia game. Um, Uh it is called, well, it doesn't have a name. Um, (laughs) I guess it's called pick that Disney urban legend, but not. Yeah. So you're going to have to pick which one is not an urban legend. Okay. Okay. There's four choices here. So a, there's a dead body at Disneyland. B, a ghost named Walter haunts the teacups. C, no one dies at Disney. And D, Disney character actors used
0: to share underwear. Okay, so I know for sure that they have a stigma that allows them not to technically say anyone died at Disney, so I know that one's real. Uh, Jeez, I'm pretty sure I've heard about the underwear thing before. What was the first one again? Uh, there's a dead body at Disneyland. I'm going to go with Walter. Ugh.
1: You know, I didn't think before writing these out that Sam lived in California. Like, you probably went to fucking (laughs) Disneyland all the time. Y'all probably had Disneyland history as your 8th grade history
0: class. (laughs) We used to go every year for our birthdays, so I've probably been to Disney like 10, 12 times. Yeah, fuck. Well, yeah, you're right. (laughs) You got it right. You win nothing. Um (laughs) bragging rights i want bragging rights rights. (laughs) yes
1: yeah um i used to go to disney every year um when we would visit california um i would always ask for uh tickets to disney for christmas um so i love disneyland i love it so much so today i thought we would talk about disney urban legends and the truth to it if there's any um so the first is of course the dead body at disneyland um which sam was right that is an urban legend um so sam if you could pick anywhere to hide a body or simply use a body from for some
0: props where would you pick like at disneyland probably the easiest to hide would be the pirates but i think the most like cliche would be the haunted mansion expert disney expert (laughs) um
1: sam is right <laughs> well i guess it, it's like it's obvious right like you wouldn't fucking put a dead body on dumbo or
0: <laughs> peter, Pan's peter pan
1: <laughs> where would that be i guess by the pirate ship um what's his face yeah. it's pirate ship maybe like that's the easiest thing or the captain s- hooks ca- yeah captain hook or snow white the snow white ride's kind of creepy.
0: It is kind of creepy, yeah. You can
1: put it in one of the trees. So, um, but no, Pirates of the Caribbean um, is obviously an easy choice because there's skeleton props everywhere. But according to the LAist, the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction is a hot spot for rumors. According to legend, Imagineers decided to use real human bones when constructing the attraction because the fake bones didn't look real. The fake bones didn't look real enough supposedly they got bones from ucla medical school one skeleton reigned over his treasure two played games of chess and another met his end when he was stuck with a sword they say the skeletons skeleton remained skeletons excuse me remained for many years until they were eventually swapped one skeleton reigned over his treasure two played a game of chess and another met his end when he was stuck with a sword they say the skeletons remained for many years until they were eventually swapped out for fake ones. However, some believe that the skull and crossbone behind a skeleton lounging in a bed are real. A cast member supposedly told Disney, told a Disney blog, the Disney does that the skull was real, but the video is nowhere to be found. And apparently, real skeletons are cheaper, and that's why they used one in the Poltergeist. So little movie movie trivia there and that's why they believe that the movie was haunted but yeah so what do you, do you think what do you think the validity of that is do you think they would take skeletons from
0: UCLA I don't know does he makes so much money that I don't think they would have an issue buying props but I could definitely see using real skeletons to kind of give it that realistic look But if that's the case, how do I donate my body to Disney? Yes.
1: (laughs) That's what I was thinking, too. I would be all over that. I feel like a lot of people would be down for that. Oh, yeah. I would love to be on the Pirates ride forever. Oh, amazing. I love that ride. Yes. Um, But you did mention the Haunted Mansion, and we did talk about Ashes earlier. So this is where our episode kind of goes
0: full circle. Um, This is one of my favorite stories.
1: (laughs) so i mean you probably already know the story but if you were to be scattered anywhere
0: where would you want to be scattered me personally i love pirates so i would be on the pirates ride not the honda mansion but i know a lot of people scatter in like that front cemetery in front of the honda mansion line right Mm -hmm. sorry oh i just meant like anywhere in the world oh disney's fine too if that's your answer I would love to be forever at Disney, but um, I, I know how that goes, so that won't happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where I'd want to be scattered. What about you?
1: I don't know. That is a good question. I, I typed this question out, and then I thought, well, shit, Sam's going to ask me, and I don't fucking know. The the Alamo? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why the Alamo came up, but yeah,
0: just throw <laughs> that me. That is such a you answer. <laughs> Holy shit!
1: <laughs> throw me with the rest of the ghosts that supposedly roam that
0: area. You don't want to go in the wizarding world. You don't want I to be did, spread there. I did think
1: about it. I thought about it, but I don't know. I don't want my brother calling me a poser.
0: So <laughs> for the <laughs> you'll haunt him just whispering crookshank. Yeah, and his ears. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. <laughs> i like that idea all
1: good all good ideas so yes the disney haunted mansion attraction is probably the most infamous um infamous for this urban legend and the most infamous house of mouse destinations that people have actually attempted to dump their loved ones all over ashes at over the years surely this is not something that people actually do though i thought you know because i thought oh maybe that's just like an urban legend but according <laughs> to thegoliath.com it turns out that there are more ashes scattered around the haunted mansion than you might think former disney employee david koning confirmed the rumors in his 1994 book mouse tales deta- detailing how a family once requested extra time on the ride to hold a memorial for a deceased seven-year-old boy but went a bit Aww. too far in their impromptu service when they were observed sprinkling a powdery substance on the attraction. Park workers had to close down the ride to clean up the suspected ashes, and despite strict policies against the practice, it is believed that this type of incident has happened all over the park, not just the haunted mansion. But to be fair, it's probably impossible to clean up all the remains anyways, so I just leave that to your imagination. How many people are actually
0: spread around disney and i remember reading somewhere that it happens so often they have a code name that they'll tell each other when they see ashes that they'll come and basically vacuum them up <laughs> so if it happens very often there.
1: <laughs> maybe i will write that in my will like <laughs> take attempt to scatter me at disney like be discreet but i <laughs> low-key would want my family members to get caught
0: oh goodness could you imagine (laughs) it's in her will it has to happen disney
1: but how do they notice like disney is so secretive with so much that they do i wouldn't be surprised if they have like undercover um undercover oh i'm sure what are they what do they call the employees um
0: like the secret
1: shoppers (laughs) yeah yeah but just people that they hire to just ride the rides and just to Watch people to make sure nothing
0: fish- fishy goes on. That's a dream job. Holy shit. I love that
1: every day at Disney.
0: I just had a visual of someone spreading ashes on Dumbo and the person behind looking at
1: Done. That's what I want. <laughs> Holy shit. That were like the teacups when you gotta like spin really fast and then yeah. throw it up in the air and see what happens.
0: And come back in your face?
1: (laughs) No, it had to be like behind you. Well, yeah, it probably would fall in your face. I like Dumbo better.
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they wouldn't. Mental note: I remember that they wouldn't expect that. The secret Disney employees, and at that point, you're in the air, so it's not like you're gonna fall in one clump, as if you were dumped in a spot. So you'd be in Disney forever. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The perfect cast members. There,
1: that's what it is. Cast members. I was gonna say crewmates, but I'm stuck on <laughs> stuck on <laughs> stuck on pirates. pirates yeah. All right, now for our next urban legend which Sam had talked about earlier, uh, no one dies at Disney. Now, according to the LAist, again, who was a huge source, um, a little bit of snopes scattered in the mix too, uh, a lot of people seem to think that Disney will not allow anyone to die on its properties, requiring guests to be officially pronounced dead elsewhere in the book inside the mouse the writer claims that a medic said that this was actually a park policy when a guest killed himself in front of the epcot center at disney world oh shit a man did kill himself in front of epcot in front of the epcot center in 1992 after a rough breakup but what's actually more probable according to snopes is that anyone who's been seriously injured is rushed to the hospital and if they seem like a lost cause they pronounce them dead there at the hospital Mm -hmm. and people have definitely died or sustained fatal injuries at both of the parks here are just a few from disneyland in 1964 a 15 year old boy was killed trying to stand up while on the matterhorn bobsleds he was thrown from the ride and died three days later that i do remember and i remember riding the matterhorn and thinking of that (laughs) that ride is really bumpy it is right it's all rickety yeah in 1973 an 18 year old man 18 year old man why did i write man (laughs) an 18 year old so the 18 year old drowned after he and his little brother who was only 10 years old hid on the tom sawyer island until or after closing and then they tried to swim across when they wanted to return home the older brother tried to carry his younger brother to shore but didn't make it he disappeared under the water about halfway across The 10 year old, the 10 year old boy was rescued by a ride operator, but the older boy's body wasn't found until the next morning.
0: And I remember this one. Yeah. I don't hearing of this one. The Tom Sawyer Island isn't there anymore. I don't think it, it is, it is right across from where the Pirates of the Caribbean is. There's like a little ride where you can like manually like canoe around and the little island you have to like cross over. So it's floating in the middle. Oh, right across parts of the Caribbean, but is it called Tom Sawyer Island still? I don't know if it's called Tom Sawyer Island anymore, but that's that's where it was. Mm. And then in
1: 1998, Luon Phi Dawson, 33, and Lu Su uh, Wong, which I'm probably uh, butchering. I'm so sorry. Um, who is 43? Were waiting to board Columbia as the boat docked at the rivers of america it tore a metal cleat loose which struck both dawson and vong vong survived but dawson was declared brain dead two days later two teenagers were killed 13 years apart both while trying to hop cars while on the people mover so when they say stay in your seat and don't get up don't stand up like they mean it keep your arms and limbs inside the vehicle at all times keep it in they're not just saying that to rain on your parade i promise yeah but the list continues ricky lee yama who is 17 was crushed to death in 1967 and gerardo gonzalez 18 was crushed and dragged by a car when he fell onto the track the tracks in 2003 Marcelo torres 22 was killed on big thunder mountain railroad when the car he was on separated from the rest of the train. Oh my biggest nightmare. Torres was the only fatality, but several other passengers sustained injuries. Fuck. Now onto the crew members. <laughs> the list goes on. A Disneyland employee <laughs> was killed in nineteen seventy four while working at the Americ at the America Signs Attractions Attraction, which featured signing singing and anim- I can never say this animatronic characters Ooh, i did it (laughs) the the stage (laughs) would spin around the feature um and feature different segments about three minutes in length in between songs the theater would go dark yeah that's where she died yeah so those are all the disney deaths that we know of
0: being crushed would fucking suck
1: yes what did i watch i just watched a movie um the one where they um play hide and seek on her wedding night and um there's this scene where somebody gets crushed in like a door like in a hidden elevator and oof that just gives me um Ew. all the heebie jeebies
0: speaking of crushing in elevators i was watching this thing on how to survive um if, if it's like survive in a fallen elevator and i always thought oh you jump so that always like you don't when the elevator crashes like you jump and you're fine but i guess the safest this is totally a sidetrack thing but i guess the best way to survive an elevator is to lay like your flabbiest part of the body down on the floor of the elevator so if you have more in the back you would lay on your back and all your fat is supposed to cushion the impact and because you're you're laying flat it kind of like spreads out the impact of the elevator fall
1: so you're saying if the elevator is like free-falling
0: Mm-hmm. You have to lay down like your your flabbiest or your most cushioned side down on that side of the elevator. Mm-hmm. That's good. So for know. me, it would be my front, like face first, yeah. on the elevator floor. Me too. Which you probably break your face.
1: <laughs> oh, I hope I never have to figure that out.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, back to Disney. <laughs> that was just such a side.
1: <laughs> oh no, that's okay. We're we're learning things today. <laughs> Alright, so the last one I mentioned to you, which is so disgusting, and not very boozy, but it's just fucking gross, so I had to add it, is that Disney character <laughs> actors used to share underwear. Now, this is actually true. The human beings inside the characters used to have to share underwear because their own panties could potentially bunch up. Cast members would turn in their undies at the end of the ship, supposedly to be properly washed. However, after numerous complaints from cast members about dirty underwear, scabbies, and pubic lice, (laughs) the Teamsters Union negotiated in 2001. Like, that should have been done a lot sooner. Um, They negotiated for cast members to each have their own set of Disney-approved underwear that they would themselves wash.
0: Can you imagine going to, like, a doctor and being like, I got crabs? And they're like, oh, <laughs> sexual partners. And it's like, no, from Disneyland. I got crabs from, from Mickey, Disneyland. From Mickey Mouse. <laughs> from Mickey Mouse? I'm Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that no. So that's disturbing. fucking awful. Ew, could you imagine going into work and you, they hand you, like, poop smeared, like, oh my... streak stained? <laughs>
1: Or imagine just going into a job and them telling you that's a requirement and being okay with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no.
1: I don't want to be a fucking, I don't even know. I was going to say like Thumbelina, but that's not even a fucking Disney character. Like I'm, <laughs> I don't want to be a Disney character that bad. Um, on that note, kind of sidetracked, but still related. I had a teacher in high school who... Who wanted to be tinkerbell like her whole life goal was to be tinkerbell at disney mm-hmm. but they turned her down so she would just talk about
0: it all the fucking time oh it's really hard to get selected for those um i was watching a video i watch a lot of disney videos don't judge me um but they, hey they i just basically... told you
1: how i cried over harry potter like at the <laughs> beginning there's no
0: judging here Yeah, I do a lot of like my day trip at Disneyland or like our weekend Disney or vlogs on YouTube. I love them. They're my like They're my drug. Anyways, um Someone was saying that they do like announcement calls and like a bunch like I think she said about 600 people showed up to this warehouse and she got through the process it was like a 10-hour interview process and she made it through like the first couple rounds and then like she was too short like she made it to the end and then she was too short and they told her no and they just let her go and she had wasted like i think at that point like 18 hours
1: oh my god trying to be a
0: character yeah did she
1: say what character she wanted to be
0: it was one of the princesses but they do like acting they have you do the voices like the mannerisms she says it's super intense how much do they get paid i don't think they get paid a lot i think the big perk is that you're working at disneyland and you get free tickets
1: Okay. Let me see. Oh, whoa! I hope this is not right. Guess what? According to Glassdoor, the typical Walt Disney Company character performer makes thirteen dollars an hour. Yeah. And a princess makes about thirteen to sixteen an hour, which um works out to a starting salary of around twenty-seven thousand.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's saying that um, performers earn an average of eleven. So the people who do like the parades and stuff only get eleven dollars an hour. What the fuck?
1: How is that? Oh, I <laughs> Disney is so incredibly smart. Like I, if any other company did this shit, I would
0: not support them. But Disney, like I, I can't not. I think the biggest draw with Disney is because so many people love it. The people that apply live for Disney. So the fact that they get to say, I work for Disney. True. I think kind of just makes up for it. Which isn't right, because Disney is just kind of, the, you know, milking it at that point. Like, oh, you love this
1: place? They own it. Here's job with the
0: shitty pay. Yeah, Also, yeah. they
1: have money. They got money. Yeah,
0: you can you can afford to pay your cast members like 20 $30 an hour for sure. You make enough money, Disney. <laughs>
1: oh goodness well i think that's the scariest part of this whole episode is how little they make
0: yeah and if you are a disney cast member um my condolences because i know they're letting go of a ton of Mm -hmm. cast members and people right now so i'm sorry guys hopefully you guys aren't the ones cut but i know they they let go of thousands so oh my god my heart's with y'all yeah
1: 2020 man but additional urban legends some of the runner runner runner-ups that really aren't that boozy but are notable uh the secret rooms there are a bunch of secret rooms on disney especially their secret club club 33 located in new orleans square Uh, membership to this club is expensive so expensive um with ho- and the waiting list is so long. Yes, for years at a time. When you're finally picked, there's an initiation fee of $25,000 <laughs> and an annual fee of $11,000. Like they that is the princess's salary. Mhm. And that That's nuts. that membership can be revoked. There was a member who filed a lawsuit against Disney after they canceled his membership for allegedly giving passes to a friend. Who auctioned them off for charity. So they... No damn. They tracked
0: him. Like, they knew. They tracked him down. Yeah. And I think that club is located on top of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Or, like, right... It's very, very close to the Pirates of the Caribbean. So. that's just that whole area, man. Yeah, yeah. And then, speaking (laughs) of... Oh, what were you going (laughs) to say? If anyone has a chance... Please go eat at the restaurant that is within the ride of Pirates of the Caribbean. <sighs> so fucking good. I've oh always wanted to do that. We did it for our two year anniversary. I managed to get us reservations. It was amazing. Like the atmosphere, you're hearing the noises of the ride. Like, oh, it's just totally, totally worth it. And the gumbo is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: sounds so good but speaking of the pirates of the caribbean ride there's more uh there's an urban legend that walt disney's frozen head is um is underneath the ride (laughs) yes but in reality he died in 1966 from lung cancer and was cremated two days later um but yeah that's that's an urban legend because And that urban legend dates back to 1972 when Bobby Nelson of the Chronic Society of California said that Disney wanted to be frozen, but stressed that he wasn't. Disney. Oh yeah, he said that he wasn't. But there was this, I remember reading in another article that I didn't put in here because I didn't do a big segment on Walt Disney's frozen head. Um, that Disney was, <laughs> he was predicting all of these things that we can do in the future. He was predicting like the future of of health and technology so that's why he wanted to be frozen to see if they would bring him back mm. if they had those capabilities but that could also be urban legend also Gotcha. and then there's the myth that the haunted mansion scared someone to death there is um oh uh, there's a lot of videos on um abandoned by disney like the abandoned uh, parks that disney has A bunch of areas where they had started like a segment of the park or they had had a park and then shut it down. And they're like really eerie and really creepy. Um, Uh But I didn't go into into that. That's just another urban legend. Um, There's cats everywhere, which I don't think is an urban legend. That's just a thing that they do. They release cats so they can clean up the mice and all the little critters.
0: The Disney cats. Yeah, there's tons of them. I think there's an Instagram for... The Disney cats, if I remember correctly. What? I need to follow. Let me see. Let me look it up. Um, but you can keep going while I find this. So we all, oh, I say
1: we, um, people who love Disney know that Disney has a strict dress code. Or they have a dress code. Like you can't show up dressed like a character. So you people try to get away with dressing in the colors of their favorite character but when disneyland first opened there were harsher dress codes for one women weren't allowed to wear certain provocative attire such as halter tops and male guests weren't allowed to sport long hair which to me is crazy um which is even crazier is that a group of long-haired political activists once stormed the park but that was Kind of true. So the Youth International Party was a countercultural movement formed by Abby Hoffman, Anita Hoffman, Jerry Rubin, Nancy Kirshen, and Paul Krasner in New York in 1967. So if you're into that era, uh, like Vietnam and like what happened there here in America during that time, there's a great movie that I just watched this past weekend called The uh, Trial of the Chicago Seven and it's about abby hoffman's trial like him and six other people um but yeah they were members um of this organization called the or they call themselves the yippies um so yeah they stormed disney trying to uh you know prove a point of freedom of speech and shit like that um which disney didn't do anything they didn't they just said like hey if you're gonna be here just don't cause any trouble and there wasn't any trouble that happened but that was just a point to like disney used to be super strict with who they let in
0: wow um and that instagram is um at disneyland cats and they have a website called disneylandcats.com and you can see profiles of all the cats <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be a cat in disneyland
0: right um, and then there's also another Instagram called Dilfs of Disneyland that is actually run by one of my friend's friends and she started that and that has millions of followers. Wait, it's called so. Dilfs
1: of Disneyland? Dilfs
0: of Disneyland, yeah.
1: I need, I'm following that right now. Fuck the cats. I'm look, <laughs> looking for the Dilfs. <laughs> Let me that is dilfs. such a good idea.
0: Yeah, it's Dilfs it. underscore of underscore Disneyland. Yeah, one of my friend's friends runs that. Oh, it doesn't have millions. That is 414 hundred thousand that's still a lot of followers but yeah she started that and that took off
1: oh my god this is amazing <laughs> yeah. i can't wait until gabriel makes this page and if he doesn't <laughs> when do have be a baby so
0: mad <laughs> <laughs> you can submit photos and stuff so <laughs> when you submit a bunch of pictures of gabriel holding a
1: baby <laughs> <laughs> random babies <laughs> your friend's baby it's not even his baby <laughs>
0: I don't know christian loved him he wanted gabriel the whole time so
1: they had the same style it was so cute (laughs) i felt really bad i caught myself feeling bad at universal because there would be like these little kids just dragging ass in front of me and i'm like god damn it like hurry up and i'm like oh wait i'm at a
0: theme park (laughs) (laughs) no it's okay that's that's acceptable in theme parks did you go to island adventures or just universal i both
1: yeah, so the, there was um, Universal, and my last night there, I everybody was really tired, so I went by myself, which was big for me, because I don't like going anywhere by myself. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I got over my anxieties. So I was about to jump off the bus and go back to my hotel room, um, but I didn't, so I went to uh, Universal, the park.
0: That's cool. Yeah. yeah, when we went, we stayed at the Hard Rock Hotel, which is right next to Island of Adventures, so we like took like a little like boat into the park
1: oh how cool oh yeah i did that too i took a boat back to the hotel yeah it was really cool yeah because they have have to do an us trip (laughs) yes i want to do a trip to disney like disney world like as adults with my adult friends
0: yes i would be so down so down bucket list we'll add it to the list Uh,
1: all the things our listeners are probably like um y'all haven't even gone to new orleans or the hotel down the road from your house
0: hey we went to hotel emma and like other places hotel
1: emma wasn't even on the haunted (laughs) list there was a
0: murder it was true crime yes
1: it was true (laughs) crimey
0: we're slowly making our way
1: okay hey pandemic we can only do so much Exactly. (laughs) Well, I, every time I say I have a short episode, I never have a short episode. And now that I didn't say that, I have a short episode.
0: I know. I was looking at the clock. I'm like, can I keep talking? Or does she want to end it soon? I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we could keep talking. But I don't know
1: if our listeners want to keep listening if we don't have any more story left.
0: That is true. That is very true. So y'all set Are we all done Are you ready to wrap this up or? i think
1: we're ready to wrap this up it was a a quick and easy listen wanted to give y'all something nice to listen to or maybe not nice but light to listen to that doesn't uh, involve uh involve children kidnapped children this time because <laughs> you know next week we're sam's gonna come back with something that haunts our dreams
0: Actually, next week isn't too bad, because it's starting with one of my new hobbies that I might start up soon, which we talked about at Friendsgiving, so that's not too Ooh, too bad of an episode. No, no. Yeah. A little lighthearted, too. It does involve so. real dead people, though, not just urban legends. Yeah, these are real stories, but... <laughs> all right guys well thank y'all so much for tuning in and listening to another week and again i apologize for the mix-up with last week and all that but hey
1: same me too it happens. y'all are <laughs> yes y'all are so forgiving patience and grace
0: yes thank you uh, but you can find us on all our socials at booze podcast that is spelled b-o-o-z p-o-d-c-a-s-t and we'll catch y'all next week stay boozy y'all bye bye <laughs>